Yeah, you got to move it over so I can see both. I could like <laughs> see a starless face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is just recording. You're not recording us. Just recording the the video uh, audio, right? Yeah, yeah. Just okay. the audio. Yeah, yeah. So you can make weird faces or whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get up to get coffee. My coffee's brewing right now. So yeah. okay, we did our Sunday coffee mid uh, Mini World's Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. That's that uh, the brand that sponsors you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 So you guys actually even drink it. That's we awesome. actually even yes. drink it. We yes, order we it. Do. We, we yes. bought it ourselves. And yeah, we drink it. Yeah, we drink on it. On Sunday. Yeah. It's well, good he stuff. drinks it during the week. I drink on Sunday. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I may have to try and get some for my wife. It's, yeah, it's you should. You should. <laughs> yeah. All right. I will kick it off real quick. Okay. I might include that as just the pre-intro. Hey, that's fine. fine. Welcome to the Board Game Community Show, the podcast where we get to know people in the board game community. I'm your host, Riley Stock, and today we have the most requested people to have on the show. I didn't tell them that. Surprise. (laughs) (laughs) From Our Family Plays Games, Mick and Starla. How you doing? Yes, yes. (laughs) So excited to finally have you. I didn't yeah, know you were requested. I didn't know. That's cool. I, I, didn't know. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. You were on my Well we all we always say, yes. you know, for, for those of you who don't know us, yes. I'm Starla. I'm Mick. And we are our fan plays games. games. Yeah. We're in the wrong spots. Yeah, today. we're in the wrong spots. But you know, yeah. <laughs> we had the boom. Thing. We had the, the fist boom. We went to the fist yeah, boom. We had the always, fist boom. Yeah. always. Yeah. I was actually gonna say that. You it's weird, you know. Listeners won't see this, but you are switched spots, and I'm thrilled. Yes, yes, yes. yes. (laughs) I was like, and then I thought, well, maybe it's just mirrored in the videos, and I thought, no, because I can read the board games behind them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're in a different spot. It's weird, you know, for for the camera for the shows. I'm always on his left. Yes. So today I'm on his right because, like I told you earlier, I'm brewing coffee, so uh, I want to get up and get my coffee. So. I have to be on the right so I can get to get up and get out of here. Because <laughs> so, on the left is a wall. Yeah. So I, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a little there. behind the scenes right there, you know? Yeah. You yeah. Get get up. You're trapped. I, I, I am. When, when we start taping, once I get in there, I'm trapped. You're tree trapped. And then I, I, yeah, I have to exit to the right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, so... Let's talk about usually I what I start off with is the very standard game you've probably or an, or ugh, the very <laughs> standard question. Okay. Uh, you've probably answered it a million times. What got you into board games? Oh, well, you know, yeah, we've we've answered it a million times. A million but times. you know what? We're gonna keep answering that question because yes. there are people who don't know. Yes. So uh we started in board games as kids. Both mm-hmm. of us have a similar story. Uh, growing up as you know playing games as kids we've always played you know monopoly and life and sorry you know every year my mom would get me a new board game for christmas so i'd always know i'm gonna get a board game under the tree you know so we've always played games and then what got us into the modern hobby was then after we got married Mm -hmm. we had our son and so when he got to be like three or four, we wanted to start teaching him games. And so, of course, we bought the standard games that were already out there. And as he got to be older, you know, five and six, we were playing Connect Four and we started introducing him to Clue and all these other games. And I said, you know, there's got to be other games. I told gotta my husband, be. 
It's like we're playing the same games yeah. we played 30 years ago. <laughs> it seemed like the only game that was more sophisticated they were playing was Parcheesi. And that's an old game, too. And, you know, and we're like, <laughs> wait a minute, it got to be something else out there. Yeah. So Starla kind of put me on it. And I was like, God, what? I can't find nothing. But then I found uh, Board Game Geek for the first time. And I was like, wait a minute, there's a ton of games on here. So I was kind of looking around, see what games, you know, are good for beginners and people just get into the hobby. And then I found, you know, a couple of them, but they were kind of expensive because this is not a cheap hobby that we're in no. at all. <laughs> so I didn't want Star to kill me because I didn't want to find something. We don't play it and we get mad at it and we just, you know, like, oh, you wasted our, our money. So I found Forbidden Island. I said, oh, she'll like that. And, you know, I didn't really know the mechanics too well. I didn't know a co-op is this and, you know, worker. I didn't know none of that. I just said, oh, it's a cool game. Let me get it. And and it's cheap. it was cheap, too. So I got it. And I said, Starla, here go Forbidden Island, something different. Let's play it. Let's come on. Let's go. And she said, well, what's a, you know, what is it about? I said, well, we, we, we we're on an island that's sinking and we got it. We, we all got to get off. She said, OK. I said, but we got to all get to, you know, the helicopter together. She said, together? I said, yeah, together. She said, what do you mean we got to go together? I said, we got to work together. She said, work together? I said, we got to work together. She said, I don't want to work with y'all. I said, you want to work together? No, no, no. That was the first time I found out she don't like co-op. No, every time he tells this story, it always makes it seem like I don't like to work with people. And that is not really true. No, you like to destroy people financially and economic games. You like to destroy it. That's not true. Yes, you do. I mean, actuality, I don't think he explained it quite like Mm -mm. that. Yeah. But Mm -mm. when he put the game on the table... You know, we got to start trying to make decisions together. And, of course, so they're know. not making the right decisions. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I go. That's how I go. So yeah. it was just like, I'm like, this is not for me. Uh, and then we've tried other co-op games yes. with other people. I, I just don't get into this uh, group decision thing. I was like, Mm-mm, nope, it's not so, for me. <laughs> since that, that failed, since that failed, I said, well, let me find something else. So I went back to Board Game Geek. And I said, well, everybody talks about this Catan thing, the Settlers of Catan. They all talk about this, you know, Settlers Catan thing. So let me get one. Let me see if she'll like it. And it's a little, you know, it's about like $40, $50. I said, okay, let's let's try it. Let's see if she'll like it, hopefully. And Starla said, well, what's this game about? I said, well, we're all on this. We're, we're selling this island. She's like, okay, well, another island, huh? I said, yes. But, but. We're all competing to be the best settlers on this island. She said, competing. I said, yes, you do your thing and I do my thing and we'll see who's the better. This story just gets embellished more and more. That is not how it is. That's how it is. No, but the bottom line, so you keep saying, no, No, the bottom line is, bottom bottom line line. is, I I like the premise of Settlers of Catan. I like the fact that I was able to do my own thing, Mm -hmm. you know, make my own little civilizations or cities or settlements, you know, and I enjoyed that. And once we played it, it was like a mind-blowing yes, experience. Yes, I had never played anything where I had the control. Because yes. as you know, in Monopoly, you don't have any control. Well, in any the of dice those, have the control. In yeah. Those yeah. The mass, dice have the control. Yeah, yeah. In any of those mass market games, but you can also call Catan almost mass market now. now but but then but it was you know, a, but you know, like all those mass market games that you know just rolling, you know, roll, roll, and, roll, move, roll and move, and you really don't have no control. You have no control. You know, and it's just like you know, pull a card and like is you know just crazy random. 
them, you know. Now, Catan is random by the dice, but when you start trading and stuff mm-hmm. and doing some things, that's, I mean, that stuff was just but totally I mean, mind it's, blowing. It's random by the dice where you get yeah. your resources, but whether I decide to build a road, yes. or build a settlement, or yes. make it a city, or trade, or whatever, or, or get a resource card, that's all on me. All on me. Where with Monopoly, it's roll and move. Yeah. Whatever properties I get, it's luck of the draw. You don't get to say, well, I'm going to get Park Place. You might get Park Place yeah. if you get there first. <laughs> and have, you know. So it's all those things. So this this is why Catan was such a mind-blowing experience yes. for yeah. us. And it has been a love of ours. It is. It has a. We have a deep affection yes, it for does. it in our hearts. Because, and a bunch of games for it too. A yes, bunch of games. Yeah. because it really did. It it was the gateway for us. Yes, it was into this hobby. Yes, it was. And and you know we enjoy it so. And we haven't. You know, a lot of people put a lot of hate to it and say, "Oh, it's too old," and we've moved past it. But it's still a good game, and it's still a fun game. And you know, we definitely. You know, if anybody comes along that is new, we said, "Hey." Try out Catan. You know, it's, it's a really good game. So, you know, we we haven't left its side at all. We love it. We do love that it. That is awesome. That's actually the first, like, modern game that brought me into it, too. Uh-huh. So, And I think so many people have very similar stories. Yes. Where, I mean, Catan is brilliant. My wife it's and I, we, my wife won't play it. She's what? never tried it. I know. No. No. I know. I keep begging her. I'm like, come on, let's just do it. So one day I'll get her to. We were at the store yesterday, the game store, and we saw the super deluxe fancy edition with Yes, the... we, we have that. Yes. Yeah. The, the 3D? The 3D? Yeah, the 3D. Yes, we were since since we are such a um, you know, so close to Catan, Catan Studios is a good partner of ours too. We do love uh, Catan Studios and they were very nice to send that send that to us, you know. Uh, so that was really nice. So we could yeah. try it out and do like a little, you know, kind of play and talk about it. So that was really cool of them to do that. Now, I, I've got to be honest, and I'm going to tell your audience now, I do not advocate paying a lot of money for games. Yeah. I mean, $60, $70, that's a max for me. It's like, come on, that's just a lot for a box. But I've gotten but, games <laughs> a little bit more than that, though. But I got more. Yeah. But, okay. I'm saying for me. Oh, for you. For me. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's for you. But, yes, for you. Sellers of Catan, the 3D version, if you are as tactile as I am, I love to mm. touch stuff. I love the color, the feel, the textures. You're going to pay the money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, it is worth we probably, it. We probably would have paid the I, money I for I think it. even if they had not sent it to us, yeah. once I saw it, I would say, Mick, we're going to have to save up. Yeah, that's save up. <laughs> and get that yes, game. Yes. It is just gorgeous on the table. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, it is, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. Oh, that is awesome. I think uh, Terraforming Mars has the big box that has oh the fancy God. tiles, too. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, wait, wait. See, he, he went, see, he said a now, great game. Now, Riley. See, okay. I didn't do that. I did not do that. I don't know. I did not bring up the, I don't know. I did not bring up the great Terraforming Mars. Much you the best game out there right now. <laughs> I told you. Legendary. Every Legendary. episode. Come on. My now. husband Come has on. to bring up Terraforming it, Mars. It, it, it is it's such a <laughs> beautiful <laughs> game. And now, no. Riley, I thought you and I were friends. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm having some doubts about that because now we're on a whole different show. What? And then you betrayed me what? by bringing up Terraforming no. Mars. No. <laughs> come on. You know that is a great game. Why are you playing? <sighs> I so, can't get away from it. I haven't even played it. But I just, I actually really, really want that big box to introduce me to it. I have the card game. I bought it last week. Yeah, the card game. Now, the uh, the Ares uh, Expedition. Yeah. 
it's a, that is a more streamlined version of it, but it's really good too. Plus, you know, I think part of the problem with Stall is that the 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 Big Brother is it's a it's an ugly game on the cards. On the cards, is ugly. It's ugly. It's ugly. It's a beautiful game, you know, in play wise. But I don't know why they 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 went out and got some uh, random pictures off the internet and just put them on the cards. So That's what they did. They went. They just put thinks, them on the cards. You know, I, I hate the game. I, I'm not a fan. We put it on the table. Yes. Mick tried to introduce. I it to tried, me. y'all. And I the tried. little resource cubes were so basic. Uh, it was just a basic looking game. I, I only got halfway through, and I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to play this anymore. It just didn't, you know, resonate with me. So, but I'm, the Aries, but the Aries expedition staller for the fiftieth time <laughs> is more beautiful than the Big Brother. Okay, uh, yeah, all right. The, the card art does look decent in there, <laughs> and, but it does still use just cubes and yes, it does. But it's a mechanism. Standard. But it's a mechanism and a way that Starla recognizes from Roll for the Galaxy, and I tell her it's like a uh, Roll for the Galaxy mechanism, which so. I like that game. Yeah, she likes that game. I like so. that one. Yeah, and hey, this one has a co-op too. <laughs> just. That's but it's not competitive. I don't co-op. And you know, I, I, I have to put a caveat to that because I actually bought a co-op game. And and like it a little but bit. I didn't know it was co-op. She didn't know it was co-op. <laughs> I didn't know it was co-op at the time. Because again, we were still new to the hobby. I bought this game several years ago. We were at a little con in Houston. At, uh, Alcon. Alcon yeah. at uh, Rice University. Their mascot is an owl. So they call their uh, gaming con Owlcon. And um, I played with the guy. He, he was taking me around, showing me different games. And we played a game called Hanabi. Mm-hmm. And... I knew I was playing with other people, but it was such a fun game. You have your own hand um, and you got to, you know, guess these different cards or, or guess what they want you to do. The other person wants you to do with the card. So I didn't really consider it co-op. It's more like a team. It's kind of like a team. Yeah. But my husband, you know, that's a co-op game. That's a co-op game. I like Hanabi and we have that in our collection. Yeah. So I have to do a caveat. I do have a co-op game. Now we do have co-op games in the collection yes, that, he likes. Oh, yeah. that I like, but it's almost like a single player for me. Or uh, if I can convince Grant to play one, and you know, so he does like like Gloomhaven, the Great Gloomhaven. Of let's, course, let's give a pause to the Great One, Gloomhaven. <laughs> oh, Gloomhaven, and you know, Gloomhaven, oh. and then also you know, like Jaws of the Lion of Gloomhaven. Oh, Jesus. You know, the Great One. Let's all praise. But anyway, yes. so you got that. So you got that. <laughs> not a yeah. fan. Yeah, she's not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan. Oh, it's a great game. Great game. But my guys love it. Yeah, uh, Grant loves it. And I always tell people, I don't have to love everything. No, she don't. She don't. There are tons of games I absolutely love. There are too many themes, too many different variations of games. I like the ones I like, and I'm okay with that. But you know what's crazy? I like all these. Yes, that is crazy. Yeah. Every game in here, yes, I love. Sweetheart, that's crazy. I don't have that luxury of not yes. liking one of the games that I own. <laughs> but see, we've already acknowledged that you're, you're addicted to games. So we've already acknowledged that. You know, I re- I may start a, a game. No, like do a- not. A. Do not, because I do not want to lose my addiction. <laughs> I love my addiction. We may start an AA for board I love games. My, no, I love my addiction. <laughs> I love it. I love my addiction. It is so fun to have it. I mean, I, I'm the same way, Mick. Like, if I have a game, I'm just not a critic, I think. So like yeah. I can watch a terrible movie and I'll have a blast watching it. And and sometimes you can play an absolutely terrible game, but if you're playing with the right people, it's the most fun game in the whole world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it and is. That is true. That is true. I think one of your one of your shirts says 
uh, board games are a f- an investment in family. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was Starla came up with that yeah. shirt. Yes. Yeah. Starla came oh, up with I that I love shirt. that shirt so Thank much. You. I love that phrase because it totally is. Yeah, yes, yeah. We do believe in that. We believe. Because we that's how we got it. into yeah. the hobby. Yeah. We wanted to do something with our family. And at the time, we were living in Seattle. Mm-hmm. So similar to Omaha, we have winters. Yes. So you're stuck in the house. You're not going to go out and do anything because once you get in from work, you don't want to tackle snow or anything anymore. So we're trying to figure out things we could do to entertain ourselves and our son board games. And so now we're in Omaha. Same situation. We've got about six months of cold. Yes. And we get real snow And it's coming right now. It's coming. We're in fall, which is beautiful. It's beautiful. Fall is Winter is coming. But by the end of October, I'm quite sure we'll start having the winter weather. Yeah. But, I mean, Omaha, we get a lot more snow here than we ever got in Seattle. And as you know, in Houston, we didn't get any snow. So we've lived in three areas. But we're in a snow area. So if you want to invest in your family, you're somewhere where you're going to get a lot of snow. You want something to do. You guys want to compete. You want to get some kind of aggression out, get one of those really good competitive games, you know. That's all you like, though. That's all you like. <laughs> that's all you yes. like. Yes. So, but that's why board games are an investment in family. Yes. It gives your family something to do that's entertaining and fun. And, so, and like good little squirrels, we gathering our resources, our nuts and stuff, getting ready for the winter. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for the winter. How many more resources do we need to gather? No, we need. No, no. I got mostly everything, but there's a few more. I mean, how see, many now, more? Let me, let me tell you one thing. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing, Riley. Riley, let me tell you. See, we went to a con just you'll see you'll hear in our, our latest episode, but we went to a con, new con that's local here in Omaha. And, and and for the longest time we didn't like Azul. We did not like Azul. We get we, we it was taught wrong to us, you know, right when it came out. And we did just we just didn't like it. And we just never went and back never got to it. it. And never got it. We never went back to it. And everybody said, oh my God, you guys don't have a Zool in your collection? Nope, we don't. Mm-hmm. No. So now since we're like four games behind, you know, <laughs> since all these other editions have come out, Starla at NewCon, uh, a friend of ours, a, a local designer named Marcus Ross, he taught Starla a Zool. He did it in five minutes. He did it in five and it was great. And, and, Starla, and Starla now likes the game a lot. She yeah. said, Mick, I like it. I said, excuse me, what? She said, I like it. <laughs> And so immediately I went yeah. and bought the game. See, in our house, if I say I like it, he he interprets that as I can go out and spend That's money. a green light. Green light. <laughs> go, green go, light. go, go, go. Go, go, go. I have to be careful saying I like something because if I say I like it, then when I get home from work. It's here. It's, it's at the table. It's at the table. Yeah. And it was at the, the and Yeah, I came home from work the next day and he's like, did you see what's on the table? I'm like, oh There it is right God. there. I just said I liked it just the other day. Give me a break. <laughs> no. And, and we actually, we played it last night yes, uh, with uh, five games. Yes, I got to no, say no, it. No, there's three five, games. No, no, we played five games. No, we played three, baby. We played three? Yes, three. Oh, we played three. That's right. We played three How games. Did you get five out of three? I don't know. I was I, excited because I won. <laughs> so we played three games. We played, uh, she she won the first one. Mm-hmm. I won the No, I won the first one. Yes, because we yes. have to do a tiebreaker. Yes, I won the first one. She blew me you out see, of the second one. You see how one. his stories get confused? Right. I have to I tell the I'm stories. trying to say, okay, I, I won the first one. She won the <laughs> second one. She blew me out. That's cool. That's cool. But on the tiebreaker, I won. Nice. Yes, I won. Finally, I did something. So so, so now she, uh, so 
we like Azul, so now I got to get the rest of them. Do I got to get all of them. I, I, yes, I, I, I got to get every one of them. We, we, like... we three behind. We got to get three more. I got three more. And then there's another one coming out, but, too. But so, this is yeah. not a catch-up. It's, it's a catch-up. It's a catch-up. It is. It's a catch-up. Okay. So anyway, as you can see, this is what we do. I love it. Yeah. Summer Pavilion is fantastic. That's yeah, they mine keep and my wife's. Yeah, yeah. See what you saying, Summer Pavilion. You're not helping, right? You're not <laughs> it's helping. the prettiest one, though. Like it is just has a gorgeous table presence. See, I, I guess I'm curious. This goes back to terraforming Mars and talking about the production Jesus. quality. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to talk about terraforming Mars. We're just. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like part of your problem was the production quality. So how important yes. is that to you? It's very important to yeah. me. I mean, for yeah. me to love a game, um, I, I want it to be colorful. I want it to have components that feel good when I touch them. I, I love components that have shapes. If you just do cubes, I mean, I really don't see the production value in just a cube. Even though we have a lot of games that use cubes, I, I like it when they give the shapes to the different meeples and that kind of thing. I, I love textures. If it's made out of the chunky whatever this uh, polymer, whatever they're using for Azul. I love that chunkiness of that. So yeah, it's, it's important. Having a table presence is important. Not for oh, me. Yeah. I, just give me a good game <laughs> and I'm good. But, <laughs> yeah. but Starla, is, is, Starla is, is telling a story a little bit. She, she's, she's not, she's untrue. No, no, it's not a story. It's a caveat. She's untrue. So let me give you the caveat. Oh yeah. Give that, a caveat. Yeah, there's, so yes. there's always this exception to every rule. Yes, of course. So we, we were at a friend's home that uh, we were, when we were living in Houston, we were at a friend's home, and they that put, Kim, Kim, we hey, Kim, Kim, Kim Lucas, Kim love Lucas it, love in Houston. It. Yeah, she she uh, helped us learn a, a several games. Yes, we met yes. her at a con, yes, and we bought some games. But anyway, that's another story. But we were at her home, and they pulled out this game, ugly game, ugly, super ugly. It super has ugly. it has no real color. It's got a lot of of of, of uh, squiggles and lines and text on the it. The most German you know? game you can ever get, and, and it's ugly. You look at something like that, and it's like, oh my god, this is just overwhelming. Is this too much? But then we, they said, "Well, Starla, you want to play?" And I was like, "Well, we're at this little." She had a little gathering of people to play games. Yeah. She has this huge home uh, in Houston. She has two rooms of games going on. So we got one room going on over here, another room over here. So we were playing games. And I started getting into it, and something about it, the mechanics of the game, mm-hmm. just clicked with me, fell in love with it. And then I told Mick I liked it, so you know the story after that. We got Green it. light, green light. <laughs> we got it. He went on a quest to get this game, and it's called Hansa Teutonica. It is not a pretty game. It's the ugliest game out there. Hansa Teutonica, I, but it is a great game. I absolutely love it. It is not a gateway game. No. I don't even think it's a middleweight game. No. <laughs> I think it's one of the heaviest games I play. No, um, no. Well, it, well, there are other ones, but I yeah. think Hansa's one of them. So, uh, yeah. But I absolutely love it. So I'm, I'm not afraid of strategy. I love a strategy game because I, yeah. I love to. Because there's no randomness in it there's at no, all. No random, no I mean, dice. None. No cards. Yes, yeah, all you. Everything it's is all you. you. And yeah. I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Oh, and I it's just it. cues. It's a bunch of cues and discs. That's it. Yeah. That's it. The board is, is basic, board but it's so got ugly. so much stuff on it. You got to try to figure out. And I, I fell for it. It's, yeah. it's a thinking game. Yes, it is. Yes, so it is. That kind of brings up, and, and Mick brought up that he won the best of three with Azul. Uh, yes. So what is your win ratio between the two of you? Who wins more often? See why Riley? See Riley's. We gonna stop this 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 interview real quick because he is making me upset. 
<laughs> the win ratio, unfortunately, is on this over uh, 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 this lady right here, Starla. Oh, be careful now. Be careful. What? Don't, don't let your anger show. This lady right here, <laughs> this this beautiful lady, let there me put go, that, beautiful bad. lady, Starla, Starla wins the, uh, the majority of the games. Yes, she does. I was going to guess that. With, oh, okay. You don't guess, oh, you don't guess that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, I guess I'm lucky in a way that I have a wife that do want to play the board games, and she loves to really, you know, go at it. And and I give you a challenge. Yeah. You, I, I'm no I'm well, no see, I, I'm trying to give you a challenge, but apparently I'm not doing that well. Yeah, you know, so, <laughs> I mean, I told her, so you're lucky to have somebody who challenges you. <sighs> so it's just not just a pushover, because why no. would you want to play with somebody that no, you can beat I all the time? No, no. Mm-mm. So when we sit at the table. It's blood on the, it's blood in the water. Yeah, it's we're, blood we in are the water. trying to win. We're not yeah. giving an inch. We ain't married. We ain't married. We're going at it. That's right. At we're that point. There's no allegiance. No, no allegiance. <laughs> and that's why when we when we when we play with couples and they're like, oh baby, I'm gonna give you this. Oh, I'm not gonna mess with you. We're like, uh-uh. No, we cannot play with y'all. Yeah, Never we, we again. We don't play Never. with couples who can't separate that when mm-hmm, they're at the table. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta yeah. go after each other. Leave, Tear it, them up. leave it at the table. We Tear see up. them playing together, we're like, mm-mm, we ain't playing mm-hmm. with them no more. No, 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 no. <laughs> we ain't playing with them. <laughs> Especially in something like uh like trading games and things like that, where you gotta, you know, kind of trade with each other. No. Mm-mm, no, what was mm-mm. so funny when we played Azul? Um, at Nukon, uh, we were playing with a, uh, another guy, and he was Mick had sat next to me. Yeah. And then Mick went off to talk to somebody, and when he, when he was gone, I told Joe, I said, Joe, move over. I don't want my husband sitting next to me. Move him away from me. I don't want him even anywhere near me so I can play my game. Yes. So we sat across from each other, and then that that's better. We don't sit next to no, each other. We don't. I don't, try sit, to, I don't sit next to her. I gotta go. I gotta go go after her. <laughs> And then we have fun, do we? Yeah, we, we do. We really have fun. We, we yeah. trash talk and everything yeah, else. We, we be just doing. We have it. fun and we love breaking ties. You know, yeah. if he wins, you know, out of three, then of course we got to play again because yes. that can't stand. It can't, <laughs> oh, now now Azul can't stand, can't can stand. it? No, it we can't stand. Play it's yeah. best out of five, right? Yeah, best out of five. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. We're all caught up in this. I I hate to go back to one of the standard questions, but. For each of you, what are your favorite games? Oh, okay. You that's first. You first. Always so difficult. It's I difficult. know. When you have like six, seven hundred games, that's hard. It's I hard. know. And and it's it's getting more difficult. When we first started this channel, I could say definitively what my favorite games yeah. were. Yeah, we could. We had a top five, a top ten. I really cannot say that no. anymore no. because I have so many that I love. And I love them for different reasons. And and it's hard. I mean, I have a lot of favorites. And I mean, like the other day, someone asked us that, and I said Five Tribes, and I do love Five Tribes. Yeah. But there are other games I love. Yeah. It's it's hard. It is so hard. You said three games? What did you say? Three? No, he said your favorite. Our favorite is one. You can do three if you want. Usually I do one if you can, but, but we can flex to three. I've done well, that before. You know, let me go first. Let me go first. Terraform Mars. That's it. Oh, Terraform Mars. My goodness. Well, I mean, that is Riley, my favorite. you started this. That is my favorite. My favorite. And, you know, we even talked to, you know, Stephen Bonacore, who was the former, you know, uh, you know, president of Stronghold Games. And I told him, I said, man, I, just, I loved it. And he was so happy to hear that and stuff. Nice guy. But, you know, it's just that, you know, Terraform Mars is my favorite because it's just such an elegant design. 
And it was just beautifully done. So yeah, I don't that's see mine. the elegance. I, I just don't see it. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. No, that's your list. Here we I'm go. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. that's my list. Your list. So so I guess Terraform Mars. Second one is Scythe. I've always liked Scythe. Scythe is you know a favorite of mine. And I guess that third one I guess would be um, uh, Five Tribes because we've had so much fun and battles. How did you in get Scythe over Gloomhaven? Huh? How did you get Scythe? You just talked well, about Gloomhaven. No, no, Gloomhaven is up there, but that's my solo game. Oh, okay. that's my solo game. Well, those yeah. other ones you mentioned are solo because I don't play them. No, Terraform <laughs> Mars. I play. I play with other people. I play Terraform okay. Mars with other people. Yeah. I, I for me, I mean. <sighs> There's a game I don't talk about a lot, which is one of the ones I fell in love with when Who's we first that? started The Hobby. Who's that? And I, I'm going to go back to that because I, I give so much love to Five Tribes and Catan, but I, I need to talk about some others I love. And that's uh, Lords of Waterdeep. Yes, yes. Lords of Waterdeep. That's Absolutely a good one. Absolutely yeah. love Lords of Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when we got it, it's got the cubes. Mick went and blinged it out and got the little um, cut meeples for the different Yeah, from shapes. Etsy. I got it from Etsy. Yeah. And so... Um, I, I absolutely love that game. I, I love doing the quest. I, I love it. It's worker placement. So that's got to be in my top. And I never put that in my list. No, you don't. You know. But I just started thinking about it today and how we played that game so much. Yes, we did. That's when the collection was small. That's we when the had, collection was we small. Had maybe 30, <laughs> we had 30 or 40 games. And we didn't have many worker placements. Yeah, now we got so a ton of worker placements. We had 30 placement. or 40 games. Yeah. Uh, Lords of Waterdeep hit the table a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one of my favorites, I guess, it's got to be Stone Age. Stone Age is a good one. That's another worker That's placement. That's another worker Stone Age, yeah. We played that a lot, too. We played that a lot. I mean, again, that was when it was small. Now the collection is just... Let's just run it. It's all out of hand. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm going back to some of my old, yeah. old favorites that we played so, so, so yes, much. Yes. And if I had to do a three, I'm um, looking around trying to see what would be a three that brings me. You know what brings me a lot of joy? What? When we play it. What? I'm going to say uh, Quacks of Quidlinburg. Yeah, that is a good one, too. That's yeah. a new one That's to a our new collection. That's a new one. Yeah. And whenever we one. play it, especially when we play with three-player with Grant, we have a blast. We laugh. No, it's fun. We laugh. We oh, have a God. great time. And I love a game that makes me laugh. Now, I think... And, and you know what you can throw in there, too? It's Potion Explosion. We have oh, fun. We lo- see? You know, three of us, those are the games that, you know, yeah. that's the, the family. Those are games you know, that are just... Family. Yeah, they, just they are new fun. to my favorites list. Yeah, the the yeah. first ones I gave you, Stone Age and Lords of Waterdeep, those are games we've had for you know seven eight years, yeah. and and th- those are games we love. But the newer ones, I think, would be potion yeah. and. But you know what else? And chai, chai. But you know what else? Dice Hospital. Dice. Yeah, I love, I love that Dice game. Hospital. Yeah. So I mean, you ask us for one, we can't give you one. No, we can't. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. hard. I just can't do one. I really can't. I don't think I'd ever be able to do one. Yeah, and one. you know, then you know, we do so many. You know, like you know, designers and publishers, they send us other games. You know, we do previews and stuff for that haven't even come out on Kickstarter. You know, we love those too. Like <sighs> the recent one that we just fell in love with that funded successfully on Kickstarter is the Dog Park. Oh God, Dog, oh, dog yeah. Park. I mean, it's just oh, incredible. It's a beautiful. Game. Oh my God! You know, like, oh, okay, that's when cool. that comes out. Oh, whoever, man. whoever, you know, back the Kickstarter, they're oh. gonna be so happy. Yeah, that it's is, it's a, it's a awesome great game. game. Great. Oh, game. we don't want to get into previews. We have no. a ton of previews. Yeah. <laughs> There's a ton. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we do a robot quest. Yeah, from I mean, a we do wise a, wizard. Uh, yeah. wise wizard game. There's too many of them. We we've done too no, many. No wise. What is that? The wise. wizard? Yeah, wise wizard. I mean, okay, all right. He asked us a list. Okay, we, I'm sorry. We, we give him the top ten. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving the top on ten. And on and on. We're doing a show. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so much. You, you both have my personal favorite chemistry. 
Oh, like, thank you. It is it is always a blast watching. But this is us. This, you know, like we keep telling folk, it's not a joke. They say, oh, we want to see y'all in person to see if it's real. This is how we, it is. We, just we did ain't a live acting. show. We did a live show last week yeah. at yeah. Newcon, and we had a, a packed audience. We just had about 30 or 40 people in there. Yeah. We weren't expecting that many no, people. No, we're not. No. And so we, we're doing what we do now. And people were laughing, and Mick and I were like, "Why are they laughing?" I mean, is, is it that funny? And people <laughs> were we laughing do. and cracking up and clapping. It's like, wow, we just this is who we are. So if yeah. we, you have a game night, this is who we are. This is what we <laughs> like to do. Um, it's it's just we just have fun. I mean, I don't. I don't this is what that's. What I we mean, are. you work all week, yeah. and you you you're serious all week, and our professions. And but when we get home, we just want to have a good time. We just have fun, you know. Is that fun? Because you know, we try to take pictures, you know, when we play games and stuff. We haven't done it in a long while because we just come home, we just chill out, and you know, Starla don't want to dress up, you know, for no pictures. She just want to chill out and just play a game, you know. Yeah, get in you your know, pajamas. So. Yeah, in our pajamas, because we're not going to show all that on camera now. <laughs> we're going to be showing all that on camera. No. So yeah, yeah, because we play games, but y'all not going to see us in see, our pajamas. See your radio audience. See, they can't see me now. Yes. So yes. I got the glasses on and there's no makeup. It's just me. Yeah. This is just me at home. But Starla always want to dress up and stuff. Yeah. She want to dress well, thank up. Thank you. I, just, yeah. you know, I, I just, thought you got ready. I honestly no. did. I was like, oh, like, no Riley. No Riley. This is just a casual yes. wear around the house. Yes. Throw on my glasses. I mean, I don't wear glasses on a regular basis, but for me to see the computer and to read, I need glasses. Yes, and also to play the games. Oh, just to play games. I yes. have to have glasses. So when you see her at a con... <laughs> I've got glasses on. You know, don't be caught up <laughs> messing with her. When no glasses are on and she playing, back off, y'all. Back off. <laughs> this is the do not disturb side. Yeah, do not disturb. Back off. She playing now. She playing. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I want to go back just to quacks and flex a little bit. Okay. Sure. Because we had a family get-together... And so we've shown like two of my in-laws uh, quacks. And so they bought yes. it. They bought the witch's expansion. Yes. So we brought Ooh, it. Yes, we, have, we have all the expansions Ooh, now, witches, luckily. That's oh, yeah. And so we busted it out and played a 10-player game of quacks. Ooh, a 10-player? Oh yeah. My <laughs> oh, my God. Because they brought their copy. We brought ours. And so we just had the entire Whoa. family playing. That's, just about wow. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's mm -hmm. crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. It now, was a blast. Now, do you do it, did you do it all at the same time when you did all your, you know, see, we don't do that because we don't, we got to see because, you know, if you do it on your own, that's a little sus. So we got to watch you. <laughs> we got to watch you. But no, but, but yeah, we do. We got to watch always you. I always tell people we like, we, we don't like real time where everybody's doing it at the same time yeah. because what if, what if you make a mistake? Yeah. Because we, we've had people make mistakes. Oh, you should have made that move. So that way we can kind of say, wait a minute, you should have that much. So sometimes I think the real-time games, to me, it's not about trust. It's about making sure the game is played properly yes. and yeah. everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. Because in their mind, oh, I'm doing this right. And then you say, wait a minute, that's not how the rules go. We'll how pull do you get that many book. points all of a sudden? Yeah, you know, like, so yeah. We, we like to make sure everybody's playing their turn properly yes. so that we stay true to the game. Yeah. That makes sense. And we the way we did it, so I think four of us knew how to, or six of us, six of us knew how to play out of the 10. And mm -hmm. so like, I would wait to take my turn while I watched the newer yeah. people to make sure yeah. they fully that's right. They don't know what they're doing, they what they're so doing. you got to help them out. So yeah, yeah it's, it's always good to have somebody be there to assist because you would hate to have a new person learn the game wrong. And they say, well, I played it with these people and they never said I was wrong. Mm -hmm. We want to let you know that this is the way it yeah. goes and here's the rule book. So we, we exactly. like to make sure games are yeah. true yeah. to how it was supposed to be played. That's mm -hmm. true. 
Yeah, no, that makes sense. And that's like first playthrough, right? You, I play really nice my first playthrough because I'm like, all right, I don't want to win against noobs here. You know, like I want to make sure they understand the game, they get yeah. the concept. Yeah. And then if I can beat them after they fully That's understand the it. it. Unfortunately, Starla will beat it. you on your first game. That is not true. <laughs> That's true. She will beat true. you on I, your first game. No, because we talked about that. I never win when I'm teaching the game. I don't know what it is because I'm so focused on yeah. them winning That's and true. them learning. I'm not even trying to yeah. win. I just want them to learn. But like you said, after that. It's blood in the water. Yeah, it's blood. Yeah. <laughs> the shark has that's the shark it. has found blood. That's it. Yeah. You, now you know. So now we can play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get no help. You get no help. No help. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Uh, I mean, we could play quacks right now because you don't necessarily need to see each other's boards, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. We got to see each other's boards. No, that's no, us, no. Riley. That's no, us. No, no, ah, no. That's <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, we haven't even talked about you guys on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we've mentioned videos. You, yeah, you know, yeah. you're on there. It's amazing. Yeah. So, I, you guys are. Oh, how many videos? You're almost to a hundred, aren't you? We're almost, almost, almost to a hundred episodes yeah. away. We have a lot of other, you know, previews and other yeah. stuff. We've done over a hundred, but yeah, we only a... count our numbered episodes. Yes, our episodes. Yeah. Those yeah. are the ones that count. The previews, that's the, show. the playthroughs. Yeah, that's just extra. But as far as numbered episodes, this week is episode ninety-four. Yes, that yeah, is. So we got a, what six say. more? Yeah, six more, and one yeah. hundred's gonna be a blast. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. Yeah, yeah. you have it planned? Do you awesome. know? We're, we're in the stages we're of planning that We're in the planning stages, yeah. but it's going to be a blast. We've we've got some ideas. We want to blow it out for 100. Yeah, Last do. year, we blew it out for 50. We we had, you know, different industry people who knew us. They all said, you know, things good things about us. We put out a 50th. Just people we had associated with, and they talked about our channel. And, mm-hmm. you know, and we love that. But this year, something different. Yeah, something different. Something different. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> so are we. We are, too. We are excited. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what has there been a, an especially difficult episode to do? Oh, well, you know, I think. I, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. You, you want to do it? No, no, no. Well, no. I, I think the most difficult episodes for us, uh, for it, it was Black History. Uh, no, I think the one was after the uh, January 6th uh, insurrection. That was a tough mm, one. Yeah, that, that was a tough one too. That was a tough one too. Yeah, when we we address you know social uh, issues on yeah. our show, um, and I know some people say, oh well, you know it's board gaming, just stick to gaming. But as people of color, social issues, political issues are a daily thing for us. Yes. Now, for other people, maybe you can put that on the back burner and you don't have to live that. But we live this every day. Yes. So of course, it's going to come out in our shows and there are other people of color that we want to attract to the hobby and they're living the life that we live. So we want to make sure that we don't miss anybody. So we always want to acknowledge what's going on currently in the world because mm-hmm. we all live in this world. Yeah. And just cause we're talking about board games, and we're playing games that does not exclude what's happening outside yeah. because we oh, have to absolutely. go back out there and go into the real world. So for me, black history is always a difficult one. Um, it's a it's a show that the, the this month, I mean this year we did four shows the entire month. Last year we just did one episode. But it's always difficult for us because it's so personal. And it's something that we want to share to people in the hobby who may not know 
um, about our history in mm-hmm. this country. Mm-hmm. And there's so much political stuff about, you know, critical race theory and other things that are going on. There's nothing critical about race. It's just what is. I mean, the facts are the facts. History is history. We can't change that. And we like to address it because it's part of us. When we go to a con and we walk into a room and there's no other people of color, hopefully we've talked to somebody and we've talked, you know, told them about some of our experiences so that we can be welcome and say, okay, we understand, you know, we're happy to have them here. That's why we address Mm -hmm. those type of issues. Yeah. And, you know, like we see the coverage of the current cons going on now, Gen Con Origins and all that. And we're still a little disappointed at the, you know, the outreach that they've done because it's still, you know, they move the needle a little bit, but we need that needle to keep moving a whole lot. You know, because that's why we were created. You know, we created ourselves because we want to see that needle move a whole lot. Yeah, we we didn't see a lot of people of color in the hobby. And we know how much fun we have. Yes. And we also know that um, there's no marketing to us. And as a marketing professional, this is what I do for a living. There's no marketing to people of color. It's almost like this hobby was kind of like the biggest I mean, kept secret out there. It's like it's a secret, but it's millions of people know about it. Yeah. But just certain people didn't know about it. And so we said, okay. Still don't know about it. (laughs) They don't know it. We love it. How do we share it? And so we started with social media, but that wasn't going where we wanted to go. So then we got into video and that has been a great outreach. And that's how we got picked up by GMA. And we're so grateful for that, that we brought more people of color into this fun hobby so that they can have the same enjoyment that we have. We just want to share it with everybody. And, you know, now we're trying to tell, you know, uh, publishers, you know, like you need to market to us, you know, that, you know, you need to go out there and market to people of color and say, Hey, we got this great thing going on. Come join us. Yeah. Instead but of saying, I, I, well, I, it might get out there to them. Maybe. So I want to rein it back. Cause we left the question. Yeah. The question was difficult, <laughs> difficult episode yeah. but let's let's finish the question yeah yeah, okay, the, yeah. we kind of went off of the, off the rails but the difficult episode i said for me is when we talk about social issues because we want to do it delicately yeah. but we want to stay true to who we are we don't want to offend but we also want to make people uncomfortable yeah. because when you're uncomfortable you'll do things yes so yeah. that's, that's a fine line to not offending but also making you uncomfortable enough to change yes so that's 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 it. it. That's it. <laughs> I I love it so much, and I I've seen some of those episodes, and they are so great. I mean, just uh, not this last one, but the one before was the Hispanic heritage. Hispanic, Hispanic heritage. heritage. Yeah. Yes. Which was awesome. It was fun to see all these different people from different yeah. perspectives and 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 their experiences and their suggestions to get yes. people into the game. You know, into the yes. into our world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I loved that. I love that you guys push for this. That was actually a question I had written okay. down. So, <laughs> we, we can keep it. covered it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, did you have something more you wanted to say about it, Mick? It- well, no, no. I mean, you like if you see our body of work, you know, we do Black History. We cover that. We covered uh, Asian American, you know, His- uh, History yes, Month, we did. and we also did Hispanic, you know, History yeah. History Month. We we try to cover those just to say, yeah. hey. You know, we all got a, you know, we all got a place in this, a uh, yeah. place at the table. Humanity is a co-op. Yeah, we got a place yeah. at the table. Yeah. That's the co-op I love. Yeah. Humanity <laughs> is but, one. But we don't want just to be at the table. We want to talk too. Let us talk. So that's why it's know. diversity and inclusion. Yes, let us talk. Yeah, diversity is just having us there. Inclusion is actually valuing what we bring to the table. You know, because like I told somebody the other day, it's like you're at a store. You know, you know, we're, you know, you have all the people of color in the window. That's all well and good. 
but we want to be in a planning meeting too, in the back in the in the back in the meeting, you know, <laughs> meeting area. We want to be back there too, talking, helping out. So yeah, yeah. that's how it is. Absolutely, I, I love that so much. I love what you guys do. Thank you. And just keep it up. <laughs> We're gonna keep it. We're gonna hey. keep it. Yeah, <laughs> we love it too. Yeah, that's we love why it we too. Do that's it. why we do it. Yeah. <laughs> And now I gotta adjust my questions here. <laughs> we went out of order, you guys. No, that's fine. It's all casual conversation yes, stuff. Yes. But... <laughs> yeah, when you when you invite us on your show, you might as well just yeah. buckle up and buckle hold up on. and just go. It's a wild it's gonna, ride. It's gonna be wild. It's, it's all a wild over the ride. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, well, you know what? In you in that. Uh, Hispanic Heritage one, you guys did, you asked for advice on how to get other people of color into the, into the gaming. I don't know if, I don't remember you guys giving any advice. Do you have some advice? Yeah, for me, it's each one reach one. Yes. So for me, I want to tell my people who are not of color, if you have a friend, a coworker, someone at your church who you think would enjoy board gaming and they are of color, Tell them. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, have you been to the local game store? You know, there's a con coming up. You like playing games? Why don't you bring your family? Come with me. And and we actually uh, met a lady this past weekend. At, mm-hmm. Not this weekend, but the weekend before. We were at NukeCon. Yes. Um, she came to the uh, con, had never been to a gaming con before. Uh, didn't know much African about- African lady. Uh, African American. Uh, Af- yeah. yeah, yeah right. She's an uh, African American lady. Uh, a friend of hers, who's not African-American, she's a, 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 la- a Caucasian lady, brought her, who's a friend of hers. She said, well, I want to bring you to this con. And, and she said, I didn't know what my friend was bringing me to. I didn't know. I didn't know if there was going to be anybody of color there. I just, just she didn't know anything. And then when she got there, she saw our table. We got the big banner up. She made a beeline to our table. Mm-hmm. She pulled up a chair in front of our table, and we started talking oh. to her about the board game hobby. This lady oh. had a blast. Yes, she did. Uh, Marcus Ross, we mentioned earlier, who's a designer. He was there. He took her to look at the board games. There's a company called the Board Game Wagon. They have all the board games you can go in and check they have out. A library, yeah, yeah, they have a, a library. library you can go check out. He took her there so she could look at games. She, her mind was blown. She did not know this many different variations of games even existed. Yes. And she had a blast. She came to our live show. She actually won a game. We had a raffle there for the uh, audience. She her, her number came up. She won a game. Mm-hmm. Um, she just had a blast. And it's like, that's what we want. We want to open up the minds of people who don't even know these games yes. exist. If people in the hobby think, how could they not know? There are hundreds of thousands of people who don't even know. Yes. They've never heard of Catan. They've never heard of Ticket to Ride. Mm-mm. And I know you think, oh, how could that happen? It happens because they don't market. Yes. They hear about Monopoly. You hear about that every Christmas. Hasbro got, yeah, Hasbro, got a lock on that. But Hasbro yeah. don't, yeah. they don't you know. advertise outside yes. of YouTube and social media. And and they stay within, you know, their own the little hobby. circles. Yeah. You know, they stay in their circles. You got to get outside of your circle yeah. and start talking. You know, you got to get outside of people that look like you or feel like you, and you got to get out and talk yeah, to them. Word of mouth is only going to take you so far. Yeah. They've reached so many people. So if this hobby is going to continue to grow, you got to bring in more people because at some point, people gonna, can't afford all these games. I mean, yeah. we, we've got a ton of games. And at some point, you got to stop and say, hey, when is enough enough? Because I know right now, <laughs> these games are everywhere. So so you got to get more people. You got to get more bring, people to keep buying these games so that we can keep the hobby growing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I sometimes I think about uh, my wife works in a Title One school, so it's it's kids mm-hmm. that are live under the poverty line. Uh, there's probably like 
each year she might have like two white kids in her class. Mm. You yeah. Know? It, it's, yeah. it's the systemic racism. Mm. It's, you know, mm. it, it goes way back to, and uh, it, it drives me crazy. Yeah. But then we, you know, you talked about your cost limit, you know, a 50, yes. 60 game, dollar game. That's expensive. And that is really expensive. Like mm-hmm. a lot of these kids in this, these situations, you know, that's like here in Utah, the majority of our, uh, people of color live in those areas. Mm -hmm. You know, you go to the East side and it's, it's dominantly white kids Mm -hmm. and, and it's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, but there's no way they can spend $50. They probably can't even spend $30 a -hmm. lot of the times, you know, sometimes they, they depend on the school to bring them food. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm curious what you guys would think of this. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's, a couple of people on Twitter who like push for games in libraries, mm-hmm. donating your board games to libraries, which are free. Like, mm-hmm. and I, th- I think that's such an awesome thing. And I think it would be so cool to go into a library, see Catan in there on their shelves, you know, and, and, and that would be accessible for different people, for people who can't afford this very, very expensive mm-hmm. hobby. But see, yeah. but uh, let, let me go because I think Starla has a, a real. <laughs> she has some words on that. She has words on that. Okay, all okay. Right. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go, ahead. go, okay. go um, ahead. Was, the floor is open to you. Uh, um, the kids that you just spoke of, they have a life that would not be conducive to this hobby at this moment. Now it's like you can introduce them to those games. Maybe you have a game day. And show it to them. But if those kids are going into a library and they see Catan and they see Monopoly, they're going to pick Monopoly over Catan because that's what they're familiar with. Someone would have to teach them these new games. So just making it accessible and not telling them about how to play it and how to use utilize that is not going to help. It's just like putting McDonald's next to a salad. We're going to choose McDonald's because that's what we're familiar with. We're not going to pick the salad. So we have a lot of people in the hobby who feel like the only way to reach people of color is to do it through charity or to uh, find kids who are impoverished. That's not our philosophy. No. And I'm happy that we have charities who want to help, but the realization is, like I just explained it, if you're going to give them Catan and not show them how to play Catan and teach them what it is, it's going to sit on that shelf. It's never going to get touched. So... For us, we focus on people of color who can actually afford the hobby. And we want people, especially people who are not of color, to understand that everybody of color is not poor. No, we're not. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Everybody of color is not impoverished. Mick and I are fortunate enough to be raised in, I say working class. Some people Mm. say middle class, but I say working working class class because all of our our parents had jobs. His mom's a teacher. You know, my mom worked for the state, you know, so those kind of things. We're working class people. We're college educated people. And those are the people we're trying to reach who are looking Mm -hmm. for that extra outlet. And they have the cash that, you know, to to uh, spend on this hobby. Mm -hmm. They need to be reached first. And again, each one reach one. And they can move this hobby down to other people. I'm not saying don't reach out to these kids. I want those kids to learn. But if if you go home every day and you're worried about how mama going to feed me, how am I going to have clothes to wear? Are we going to get kicked out of our apartment today? 
playing a board game is not going to be on your radar. And, and the mama and the daddies who are in that situation, they going to say, I ain't buying that game. We got too much going on a $40 right now. Game. But if you want to help those kids, actually, I had a lady uh, at Newcomb. Actually, it was uh, Nora Jane. They want to do a, a giving to kids. And I told her the same thing. She said she wanted to give to the Boys and Girls Clubs. I told her, if you do that, then you need to schedule a game day at the Boys and Girls Club where you can teach the staff how to play these games mm -hmm. so they can teach the kids how to play these games. But just dumping off a bunch of board games that these kids have never heard of. And the staff never, and probably never heard of. you're expecting these kids to open up a rule book that may be 9, 10, 12 pages thick and to decipher that. As adults, we can not have time, have a hard time. We've got to play. We got to go to, we got to go to Rodney so Smith. The realization, Rodney. the realization is in your mind, you're doing something great. Yeah. But the realization is you've done nothing. You, you, you've done nothing, but, but yeah. made you feel good that I gave some games, but are the kids really benefiting? And, and that's the realization. And that's what I always say. You know, it's good that you want to sleep at night and look at yourself yeah. in the mirror and say, I feel good. But is that really moving the needle for my community? And nine times out of ten, it's not. Yeah. And and, and one more thing, and, and I, I'm telling you this from, from experience, and this is why I guess we do this time, because we've had the experience. We did a couple of cons in Houston, and we did it for uh, an African, a pre predominantly African-American church, 10,000 members, mega church, mm -hmm. several locations. They got big campuses. And these are people who are the doctors, the lawyers, you know, who are black, Hispanic. You know, they, they've got the money. We did cons there. These people played these games and they went and bought them. Yes. You know, so I taught Splendor and Ticket to Ride and they, we did a two-day con. The next day, ladies came back. Oh, I got we, it. We came back. Oh, I went and bought it. Yeah. Uh, we actually, we had uh, Eden Games. Eden Games, that was We there. had a, a, game, a game store there and they were able to buy it while they were there. And buy other games. And buy other yeah. games. Those are the people we're trying to reach because they will play these games. They will buy these games. And so that's something that's going to help move the needle forward because now they're going to go to a con. Yeah. I bought this game. I'm into it. Oh, I got a YouTube channel I can follow. They're into it. And it seems like a lot of publishers, they want to feel good. So in order to feel good, they'll go to, you know, uh, the at-risk kids or the low-income areas so they can feel good. But they're uncomfortable and don't feel like they don't know what to do to reach people like us. Yeah, and, 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 you and know. the mindset, again, do not make yourself think that everybody of color, black, Hispanic, or otherwise, is poor. Yes. They're not poor. We're not rich, but we're not poor. We work every day. We have jobs. We have college educations. We are not poor. But there is a segment that is. Yes. Yes. Well, so and, and, and in the white race, there's a segment that's poor. Oh, totally. <laughs> we all have segments that are poor, but I feel like sometimes publishers and people think that everybody of color comes from that. And, no, they did not. I and, grew up in a house. Yeah. I didn't grow up in a, 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 a project. I mean, I grew up in a suburb of Houston. So we all, we have these different paths that leads us here. Yeah. So yeah, it's a different ways to reach us too. And, and see, and, or, and then I think publishers are scared to spend the money because you got to spend the money. Yeah. You know, you got to spend money and you got to ask somebody. You know, like, where do I go find this segment yeah. that can afford my games that don't know what's going on and they're people of color? Yeah. And that you know, you got to spend the money. You got to spend the time. You got to spend the effort mm -hmm. and you got to spend the money to get to yeah. us. Yeah. You got to. Exactly. That's it. Oh, so that's I love it. That's our answer. Yeah. Thank you so much. I <laughs> I wanted to bring you weren't that expecting up. that answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so grateful that you shared all that with me because yeah. I think that's important. And I think it's important for our listeners to hear mm -hmm. that. I think it, you know, like it's 
Yeah, I, I have never <laughs> donated to a library uh, board games. And yeah. and now I feel like, you know what? If I do do that, then I've got to set up an event. You know, like yes, I need to make do. sure that it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because otherwise yeah. it's going to be like hobby people like me mm. who are like, oh, board yeah. games are at the library. I'm going to go exactly. like, I can already, I'm already in the yeah. hobby. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. You got to no. teach and you got to teach the staff. Yeah, you got to teach So that staff. if someone comes over, they can say, oh, yeah, I know how to play this game. But if you just dump them off, the staff's not going to take the They're time. They're just going to put them on the shelf, like, okay, whatever. They're not going to take the time. <laughs> the staff has to know. So somebody at that organization can say, oh, yeah, I know how to play Catan. I can show you. Oh, yeah, I know how to play Ticket to Ride. I can show you. Yeah. But if you just dump them off and say, oh, I've donated games. I feel great tonight. Because there's not a Absolutely. lot of librarians like I know uh, Jen, the librarian, yeah. who's uh, a content creator. Yeah. And, you know, she pushes, you know, going in libraries a lot. But we don't have a lot of Jen, the librarians no. that know the games and can teach them and whatever like that. We have some staffs that don't know nothing about this. They yeah. know about Monopoly and stuff like that. And you come yeah. with a Catan and like, what, what is this? So, like, I'm just going to put this on the shelf. There. Maybe somebody will like it. I don't know. But this so I think, shelf, I think the, the step is if you're going to donate, which we, we advocate donating, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. You need to take that extra step to figure out how you can teach the mm -hmm. games you donate. Yes. So that somebody knows how to do it after you leave. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, I love it so much. I'm glad that we had this conversation. Thank you for being willing yeah. to to talk about yes. this with me. Yeah. No problem. Uh, <laughs> well, let's go outside of board games. Okay. Okay. Let's get to know you outside of it. What do you guys do outside of board games? Uh, TV. <laughs> We love we love movies. Yes. Oh my god, we're big Marvel fans. We're supposed to go see We're going to see Venom. Uh, a Venom today. Venom. We're going to see Venom. Oh, exactly. Let there be carnage today. Yes, yes. we love <laughs> yeah. we love uh TV shows. Uh we just started watching. We're almost done with uh The Squid Game. The Squid Game. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's that's on good. Netflix. It is good. Oh, it's my crazy. God. We binge for 6 hours. Yes. Uh, what was that? Uh what was that Friday night? Yes, and so we're we tired. missed we missed our local news. We forgot to turn on the dishwasher. I mean, it, we, we, we it started watching. It's like we couldn't stop. It's like, oh, because the, the cliffhangers, you they force you to go to the yeah, next episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we got to, we got to, can we do one more? Can we do one more? Yeah, we can do one more. So, yeah. 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 So, so we, we love TV and then we love going out like to parks and stuff. Yeah. The weather's nice. Um, That's fading, though. That is fading. Yes. That is yes. fading. And, I mean, we, we used to camp. We used to yeah, be used big to camp. campers, yeah. but we don't. We haven't camped since we've been in Omaha. Yeah, we haven't. No, we're gonna have yeah. to do that. We'll see. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty just kind of messed up everything. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but that's about it. You know, we like to go eat. Like oh, this. well, you know, we like to eat because you yeah. know we have our we're on our weight loss journey. So yes, but we do like. <laughs> but on the weekends, we do cheat. We do cheat a little bit on yeah. the weekends, so we like going to different restaurants and stuff yeah. like that. So that's what we do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. That's cool. Uh, food. What's your favorite food? Oh my god! Oh, well, favorite. Well, we food. love soul food. Soul food. I yes. love to cook. I love. I love uh, Chinese food. Do you? Yes, I do. Because we try to cook it. <laughs> I, I try to cook it. I mess up, but I do love it. I do Everything love it. he cooks becomes Chinese food. Yes, I, I don't know. I don't care what it is. I don't know. I, just, I don't care what meat we give him. I try to go Italian. It ends up Chinese food. I don't know how it goes. Because my husband, he he gets in the kitchen. For some reason, he gets into this imaginary chef. Here we go. Here we he go. becomes this imaginary Here chef. Here we go. Here we go. I call Chef Bro. It's a take on Chef Boyardee. <sighs> but I say, oh gosh, Chef oh, Bro is in go. the kitchen. Here we go. Here and, we go. <laughs> and, and Chef Bro 
I don't care what he puts. I mean, if we give him sausage, he'll go in there and throw some noodles in it and or some rice and then some vegetables. He'll throw a bunch of soy sauce on it and some. No, I try to do Italian though a little bit. I try to put some sauce and stuff in it, Italian. But you know, I try to do that. But I mess up so bad. Everything Chinese food. I mess up so bad. Everything, and we we won't eat it. No, we, no, it's, just a, it's it. just a meat thing, you know. So I'm trying to get him to do recipes. He did do a recipe. But I think I messed up God. on that. I messed no, up on that. Fine. I was well, Grant was saying his stomach was hurting. But I, I was, we, was, were, was we were fine. It actually okay. came out okay. I, right. I bought this uh, Home Chef thing. So he did a recipe. It was okay. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I cook. I love to do, you know, I guess it's soul food, but it's just, it's just Southern to me. It's not really soul. That's you know, soul. we like, you know, fried pork chops. Mm-hmm, we like mm-hmm. roast beef and mashed potatoes yeah. with, with green beans. I love, you know, greens and cornbread. I mean, those are things I love to cook. Now, as far as our diet, those are not things we can eat. No. <laughs> we can't eat them. <laughs> so I have to learn how to not cook them all the time. So, you know, it's just, those are folks we love. Yes, we love yes. that. Classics, right? Classics. Yeah, classics, yes. Yeah, classics, yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, TV shows. I, I am, like, a huge, huge TV fan. I mean, I could watch. I yes. binge all the time. Yes, so. mm-hmm. yes, yes. Do you guys have your favorites? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, we, it's a ton we of them. tape a lot of stuff. Yeah, we tape a we, ton we of We watch stuff. The Mask Singer. The Mask Singer, We love yeah. that. We love we love cool reality shows. Now some of them look stupid, but we like cool reality yeah, shows. Yeah, we like the Mass Singer. Yeah, uh, we tape. Believe it or not, we tape. Let's make a deal every day, and then we watch it during dinner because we love Let's Make yes, a Deal. Yes, Let's Make a Deal. Oh. We love Wayne Brady. We love do. Wayne Brady and, and Jonathan. And, and Jonathan. Oh God, yeah. Jonathan! They yeah. treat him so bad. They treat him we, so bad. We, we love, love Jonathan. Yeah. They're hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And Tiffany. Tiffany's and Tiffany. Funny. Tiffany. So, uh, Cone. Tiffany Cone. Coin. Coin. Yeah. yeah Coin. And um, we watch, believe it or not, we watch Married at First Sight. Yes, we watch Ooh. Married at First Sight. And yes. this this season, they're in Houston, which is our hometown. Yes. Yeah. So we get a chance to see our, some of the old stomping grounds we had. So we watch Married at First and Sight. And I actually saw my cousin who did something that's on the show. Right. His cousin's a my salsa. Cousin just, he just, he's a he salsa just showed teacher. up. He just showed up. And so like, we're, that's watching, my cousin. we're watching the show, and he, got, <laughs> he comes out and says, Oh, yeah, I'm Michael. And me, I like, said, That's my cousin. That's his cousin. You know, <laughs> so then Mick reached out via text yeah. and talked to his cousin. Oh yeah, they asked me to do the show. So he teaches salsa dancing, and they went salsa dancing. And Mick's cousin was on yeah. the show. So then we watched Married so, at First yeah. Sight. So yeah. we like stuff like that. And what else do we we watch? America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent when it's out. Yeah, and we only look at what is that that show? Uh, uh, the, Voice, the Voice. But we only look at the auditions. We only watch the auditions. The auditions because after after the auditions, just, no, that's yeah. all right. That's uh, all right. We don't yeah. like all the competition, but yeah. we love the auditions we love because auditions. Blake. Blake is up. too cool. He's Blake too cool. Shelton is hilarious. We yes. love him. Yeah, we love, <laughs> we love Blake. Him. That's it. Because everybody else just kind of. And, uh, and I miss Adam Levine because yeah. Adam and Blake used to go at it, and it had us cracking up. Yeah, it was. But he's just hilarious. So we love the auditions. Just, yeah, just the come audition. Out and audition and see who gets chosen. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the fun part of those types of shows, it like is. American Idol. I never yes. watched the, the full yeah. season, but the auditions. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in for that. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. That's a that's a lot of good TV. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we started binging Married at First Sight and really, really liking it. 
But yeah, yeah. It, but it's like so frustrating sometimes. It's because it's just like, oh, you have to compromise. You have to yes, compromise. Yes, we talk about that all the time. We talk about like, it's, oh my it's god, it's amazing. It's like I told my husband when he and I got together. I mm-hmm. don't think we even had an argument for the first six months. But, but everything was great. But like I tell you, we were dating. These folks don't even know each other. But they it doesn't don't even matter. We were, we were in a relationship for about six months without even one argument. These people meet each other, and by day two, they're already fighting. It's but like, Starla, what like I tell you, they have a time limit. They got a time on them. They got eight weeks and then they got to decide if they're going to stay married or not. So they got that time on them. So they get that they, they all frustrated and they, they just all messed up. They got I, that I, time. I just, I just feel like I can get along yeah. somebody for six months without argument because you just got to understand that these are different people. My, my favorite yeah. saying is meet people where they are and understand that that person's not you. Yeah. Don't expect them to be you. Try to understand where they're coming from before you make that snap decision or get angry. Meet them where they are. But then they also, like I tell you, they got producers in that room. Cause can y'all start fighting, please? <laughs> yeah. Can y'all start fighting? We need true. ratings. So start fighting, please. You know they're stoking the fire. Yeah, yes, yeah they, they are. are. And yes. cutting it so we can see the that's craziness. True. Yeah, it's that's all true. about ratings. That's I tell Starla all times about ratings now. Because if so they true. didn't have no fights and everybody was a hunky dory, we wouldn't even have they, they, they wouldn't even have it on TV. Yeah, so, that's oh, yeah. true. That's true. Absolutely. You don't want to watch. Something with happiness. no conflict. You want to see happiness. You want to see blood in the water. Blood in the yeah, water. Exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's play ridiculous theme before we go. Okay. The re- game where we come up with a ridiculous theme for a board game. I should have brought that up at the very beginning of the episode. So you could have been <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, uh, honeydews. Call it honeydew. And 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 you know you you are a husband who get assignments from your wife to do, and you have, you know, you have to get it done, but you have, uh, like, cards, that event cards that will mess you up trying to, uh, you know, succeed in doing your honeydews. I like that. I, kinda, I, I, yeah. that's, that's not a bad one. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. Kind of like, yeah, kinda like a placement, so you use your children, too. You get some children. <laughs> you gotta help. What? what? You gotta, it's honeydew, not what, children. What? You got, it's, it's, no, it's honeydew, <laughs> but you got to use some children, too, to help you out. You know, Grant, go Grant, go help me out on there. Go, go, Grant. Help me. Help me. <laughs> yeah, delegation. That's yeah, delegation. Important. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I like that. Honeydew. Honeydew. Okay, so ridiculous things. Oh, huh? I love that so much. <laughs> I want to call mine work. Work? Ridiculous thing. Well, you got to go to work every day. So every day. That's not. That's for real. Exactly. That's a ridiculous thing. Who (laughs) who would want to play that? It's called work. You got to wake up, go to work, stay there all day, do a bunch of stuff that makes you tired, come home and do it again. Yes. Yes. Nobody's going to ever want to play that. Nobody want to play that. (laughs) Never want to play that. It's an epic like Twilight Imperium. It takes. takes That will never be in this household. Twilight Imperium will never, <laughs> never be. Because I have a time limit with Starla for three hours, mainly, maybe. 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 Two and a half, yeah, but three, it yeah. got to sneak in there. So terrible, uh, so, uh, um, so Twilight Imperium will never be in this household. Eight hours? No. <laughs> no, never, never. Uh, understandable. <laughs> well. I, I, I'm going to jump back to co-op real quick. And because okay. I'm such a huge co-op guy yes. because my wife, a lot of times my wife will be like, I'll get a new board game and I'll be really, really excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Terraforming Mars, Ares ex- Expedition. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, is it co-op? And I'm like, no. <sighs> okay. Well, uh, maybe I'll play it. You know, like she wants it to be co-op because then yeah. it can be friendly. And, and yeah. then I saw there was, an, it was a co-op edition on that. So I was like, yeah, all right. I can get this to the table more. Uh, 
But it sounds like your problem is that like you don't want people making the wrong decision. You know, like there's a strategy and and understandable. You're really competitive. You guys get mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but a Hanabi, that's like independent decisions. Yeah. So what about games like The Crew or uh, The Mind? No? No. We have the, we have the crew. We have them. We have the yeah, crew. We don't, we we don't have the mind, but mind. we have the crew. And, you know, I do like it. I keep telling Starla, it's trick-taking, but in a team atmosphere. So she said she might try that, but I don't know. I like, I can do partner games because I grew up playing Spades and yeah. Domino. Okay. And- I, I do partners. We, we're good with partners. Yeah. But I, the whole team thing, and I think one of the, the last time we did a co-op, it was an escape room game. Yeah. And the group we played with, I just did not like the group I was playing with. And they were making stupid decisions. And, you know, <laughs> we, it's like six of us. And, you know, you want to say something. And like, oh, no, we think it's this way. And so it's like, yeah. okay, well, I'll let y'all figure it out. And I'll just do, you know, I don't like to just sit here and ride knowing that we're going to fail. And then you've got three or four folks who out, you know, voted you. So it's like, you know what? I just do my own thing. Yeah. I don't want to, because it, it, it becomes this voting thing, where it becomes democratic. Well, I think we should do this, and and then you're against that, so now you're against the group, and it's like, oh, forget that. <laughs> I forget that. Listen, let me do my own thing. That's yeah. totally fair. We so that's came- why, yeah. So that's why pandemic is not in our collection at all. <laughs> that's such a good one. Uh, but Mm-mm. understandable. We kind of have a rule about like no quarterbacking, and so. Yeah. I yeah. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I might yeah. have suggestions, but ultimately, yeah. it's like. And now I'm even trying not to make suggestions. It's just like <laughs> yeah. let's try yeah. and work as a team, but make the best decision for the yeah. team. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's hard. It's it's, it's definitely hard. hard to see somebody be like, "Why did you go there? Like, <laughs> why did you do <laughs> that?" that. You know, I said, yeah. "Don't do that." But no, no, no. You no, guys you want to do, do that, so yeah. here we are. And there we go. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. All right. I had, I felt like as a co-op player, I had to do my due <laughs> diligence. <laughs> but I'm going to try to get, you know, her to try, I think it's, um, you know, Clank Legacy is mm. kind of co-op in a way, but you still have to compete your own self. And then also the legendary Ryan Lockett, you know, you know, Sleeping Gods. I have the whole thing. And hopefully Starla would, because I say I keep telling her the theme is just fantastic and it brings you into the story. You know, even though you're working together, you're still kind of on your own a little bit. So I'm trying to bring it into that one because it's just a fantastic game I hear. We'll see. Yeah. We'll I see. think that one's pretty good because like, yeah, you guys, you could uh, control where the ship goes. And that's kind yeah. of a team decision. But outside yeah. of that, you could be like, you know what? I want to go do this. I'm going to yes. move the ship over here. On your turn, you can move the ship over here and do what you want to yeah. do. Like, and, and so, like, your turn is still pretty independent. Yeah. Combat yeah. can sometimes be a little frustrating. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that's a good one. You might yeah. enjoy that one, maybe. So we need we'll that. We need those those uh, games for the winter coming. Okay. That's my little, you know, store up for the winter. Because when we can't go nowhere, we need those games. Trap, yeah. <laughs> we trap. You need okay. those. Yeah. We won't talk about games we need. We, we've got so many games we haven't played. Yes. So let's just yes. move on. Okay. No, no, we got those games. I know, but we've got, we got other We got games. those games. Let, hey, can we move on now? Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> when you've gotten Starla trapped between you and the wall, you get to pull yeah. out whatever game you I'll want. I'll pull out anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
No, I totally get it. All right, we're good. We're good. I, I did my due diligence. You did it. You did it. You did it. You did it. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been an absolute blast. It, it's been fun. Well, thanks it has for been having fun. us. Yeah, We've thanks had for having so us. Much it's been fun. fun. It's been fun. Thank you. Uh, and go ahead and plug your stuff, your social, your your YouTube yeah. channel, Starla, everything. Go right ahead. Well, if you're looking for our family plays games, you can find us on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, yep. Twitter, yeah, and of course on YouTube. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. And you know, you know we are, TV. We all, I'm sorry, we're also on TV. Local. That's right. We're local in Omaha, Nebraska. You can catch us on Cox, which is the cable station here, Cox Channel 22. So if you're in Nebraska, you can turn us on Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. and Tuesdays at 4.30 p.m. That's yes, right. Yes. That is awesome. I forgot about that. I know you guys mentioned that Yeah. Uh, on one of the videos I saw. And so yeah, at the end of every video, of every video yeah. Yeah. we we're on Cox. Oh, that's what it is. On your cable station, you can see our name. Our family plays games. You can yep. schedule it on your your uh, DVR. We're we're on two days a week. Yeah, that is so awesome. What do you do on that? We we just redo our shows. We put our shows. We have to recut them and re-edit them for uh, it's community television. Mm-hmm. So we can't do any advertisements or anything. Yeah. So Grant has to go in and recut it. And we're just sharing, of course, what we talk about on YouTube. On TV, in case there's somebody who just wants to see it on TV, there it is. And actually, somebody did come and say, "Man, yeah. I see you guys on, on TV." So you know, in, it, in Omaha, we're, we're reaching people yeah. in a different yeah. way because you just on you know on TV looking at oh, what's our fairly plays game? So that? you don't have to go to yeah. YouTube; it's just right there on your guide. You can record it and watch us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Community Show. Eh, you nailed it. That is my nephew. It was an episode of Our Family Plays Games. So here I've got my family. Mm-hmm. Pound it. Nash is my little gaming buddy, huh? Mm-hmm. What games do we play? A lot. A lot? <laughs> yeah, you came over a couple weeks ago and played. Mm-hmm. We did a whole two days of gaming, huh? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite game? I think Rampage. Oh, Rampage was fun, huh? Mm-hmm. What, what else? United. Marvel, Marvel United. United. That's a fun one, huh? Mm-hmm. Next week, we're going to play... We're going to have a whole day of gaming again, huh? Because mm-hmm. you have school off. Mm-hmm. How old are you? Eight. Eight years old. Thank you, Mick and Starla, so much for coming on. That was an absolute blast. Thank you for being willing to have those conversations with me. Uh, I think those are really important things that need to be addressed, especially in the community and in the industry. I love it. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for doing an amazing YouTube channel. I love it so much. Brings me so much joy. I was so swept up in their energy, their chemistry, their incredibleness that I forgot to ask one of the questions I was most looking forward to uh, asking and and getting an answer for. And that was how the two of them met. And so I emailed Mick afterwards and he replied and he said that we met online 18 years ago and have been married for 17 years. So really cool. That I mean, 18 years ago, online dating, that's really brave, I feel like. Uh, I'm I'm sure that if you actually heard them tell the story, it would be wild because everything they do is just so energetic and so fun. To squeeze a little bit about myself, my wife and I also met online. We matched up on an online dating site. 
Uh, but then she kind of just stopped replying to me. And then like a month later, we matched up on Tinder and we actually met up on Tinder and have been together ever since. So yeah, online dating. We'll do some quick announcements. Mm-hmm. Protocon mm-hmm. is coming. That's the end of January, January 28th and 29th. Next week's episode is actually with two of the organizers with David Gonsalves and Jeff Beck. It's an event in person, two days, where you get to play test new games. Designers bring their prototypes and play testers come, they play games, they get to give feedback and impact those. There is gonna be some youth designers. That's you type of thing, huh? Mm-hmm. You're youth. If you were going to make a board game, what board game would you make? It's the weirdest game ever. Oh yeah? What would be weird about it? You have to build blocks, but something would... Um, you have to punch them so they would tip over. Oh, so you yeah. have to make them tip over. Oh, okay. So you build towers and then mm-hmm. and then you gotta tip them over? Yeah. Only at the punch. Only with a punch? Yeah. Whoa! That's wild. Mm-hmm. So go and support designers. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll be there. It's just down the street from me here in Utah, August 28th and 29th. You'll hear more about it next week. On my other podcast, Nerding Out, I had a guest, Aaron Treglon and his wife Paige, and they made a game together called Faction Fighters, and I got to play it and have a lot of fun with it. It was really cool. It's like a 1v1 Pokemon-esque type of game, but but different. Uh, there's powers you can use but you only have so much energy you can use in a round. You play over kind of a campaign. There's like a comic book style campaign. You'll be playing in locations and those locations have different like kind of objectives on how you win, different ways to win. It's really, really neat, really unique. They went to Kickstarter and they weren't able to fund at that time, but they got some really great feedback and they are launching again October 19th with a bunch of new changes. They have way more characters and these characters are so cute. I love them. They're like cutely ferocious creatures. Really cool. Does that sound cool? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I really want that to be a board game and it looks, sounds cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. Or it will be if people go and fund it. So go back this project. There is still time to back Flee the Dungeon from Kyle. Uh, He was a guest on here, Sparkwolf Games. So that's still going on Kickstarter. I'm guessing he might need to do the same thing. It might get canceled and then relaunch later with a few changes or, or just marketing, really. I mean, there's so many games on Kickstarter. Sometimes it just comes to marketing. Fabricio had his game, Hyper Wars, which looked amazing. The artwork, amazing. It plays really quick. Seems like a game that is much needed in the in our world. And I was really excited about it. He canceled it and is planning on relaunching it after he's developed a few more things like a solo mode. Keep your eye out for that. I am sure I will announce it again when it relaunches because I am so excited for that game. This past week was Indigenous Peoples Day here in America. I had a great time. I'm part Kiowa, and it was really fun. I made some bison and potatoes. 
a little bit of onion, some blackberries. It was a delicious meal for me and my wife. I know I'm late. I should have probably said that last week that it was coming, but better late than never, I suppose. If you know of indigenous designers, indigenous players, indigenous content creators, give them a shout. I'm always on the lookout for them because I don't see very many of them at all. Uh, I know of like a very, very small amount of designers. I don't really know of any content creators. So if you know of any, at me, email me, just let me know because I would love to be connected to more of them. I have a pretty packed schedule of guests right now, but if you want to come on the show, let me know. We can we can schedule it. Or if there's somebody you think would be a good guest to have on the show, reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter at nerdoutwithus or email me theboardgamecommunityshow at gmail.com. And remember, until next week, keep, keep nerding, nerding out. out.